What's up, this hey, Nick? How y'all doing? And it's Greg. This is your boy Warren. How y'all doing? Good, good, fellas. So you know how we do, fellas. Um, we, we always have an interesting topic. At least we think it's interesting. So today's topic is, um, I, I guess, one of those. Um, can we call a truce within the? Um, african-american descendants of slaves can we call a truce or what and if we did what would that look like so fellas we was having a discussion offline um you guys were hearing me and nick talk about one of our um uh fellow community uh members uh that we grew up with knew very well um so nick i'll kind of let you kick off and then everybody else can fill in where we need to yeah yeah we was talking about you know in the black community, you know, you still got people in the 50s getting killed in the street. And that shouldn't be happening in a healthy environment. You know what I'm saying? Why, you know, and what we said was, and Warren asked, posed a question, can we ever have a truce? Just one day, can we call a one-day truce in our community of, of, of black-on-black crime? And my answer was no, because the one thing that leads to crime, we know, is poverty. Right? People in poverty, this is like I said, this is a known studied facts. You you can you can study it, you can look it up, you can read about it. where there's poverty, there's crime. Whether it's on the Indian reservation, the black neighborhood, the Mexican neighborhood, the white neighborhood, it don't matter what color or creed you are at that point, if you're below a certain level of income, there is crime around you. So no, we can't really have a truce in our black community or any community unless we get rid of poverty. Not get rid of poverty, you don't have, let me use the term of, have it where people have a stable environment, a stable employment, a stable job, a, stable, a way where they can take care of their family. Cause a man that can take care of his family really ain't got time for crime. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this right quick. And I just had a thought here. Is poverty a lack of money or is poverty in the mind? Lack of money. Poverty well, not. Well, what you say about <clears throat> some Africans who don't have much, but they're just as happy as they could be. You know what I'm saying? What? Africans. From, I, you know, I, you know, I've been to Liberia and I've been to Malawi, and they don't have near as much as we have, but they are some happy people. But that's that's because they're from a different culture, and different environment. They're not in a system where they can. Like if we you see they are left alone, they could function. They can function and live where they at without pressure. Even though we call it poverty, from our eyes it's poverty, but that's their everyday way of life. There's no pressure on them. They can get up every morning without any pressure. Over here, okay, get up every morning and, and don't pay your rent. Get up every every morning and don't pay your light bill. I don't care where you at in America, you're gonna be out there on the street somewhere. I live, I got you have a tent in the woods. 
So you living in a tent in the woods and you can't even feed yourself or your kids. That's kind of a different poverty. I guess what I'm asking, Nick, is can the poverty of the mind affect your physical status? If you have a poor mentality, can that affect? And the reason I say this is because we're living in a system that has catered or has uh, led us to have a poverty mentality. Okay. Let's you know, that, I want you to define that first. Okay, and what define I mean poverty that, mentality. I say poverty mentality is I can't do it. I don't suppose to be able to do that. I remember in school, man, teachers, when we were in school, I was in school, teachers did not take much time with the black kids for the most part. You know what I'm saying? So right. Because it was just ingrained in society that the black kid, they don't understand. Yeah, I remember back in, when we were coming up in the 70s, James Harris, the quarterback for the uh, Los Angeles Rams, he was the only black, it was in Jefferson Street, Joe Gillum, right? Yeah, I can say, okay. The only black quarterbacks in the NFL, and the story was, they didn't have black quarterbacks because they didn't think black uh, uh, people could think like that. So they would put them in other positions, but not the quarterback position. So my, my point is, is that this is ingrained in the American society and probably Great Britain as well. It's ingrained in there to keep us with a, Poverty mindset. With a poverty mindset, Ronnie, you you sent out. I think that was you sent out the uh, the the the, the thing with the with the professor talking about uh, our school system, our educational right. system is designed to tell you what they want you to think. But here's the thing. Okay, is it a poverty mindset or is it? Okay, let's 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 break it down like this. Like I, I think I said, everybody's not a scholar. Right. Everybody's not into education. Like that. some people just like to work with their hands. Some people are musicians. Some people just like to go to a job, say, hey, stack these boxes, pay me my wage and I go home. That's the dynamic of human beings. Right. But when you tell all human beings they got to do A, B and C. Now you're eliminating a whole group who just that's not their spirit. That's not who they are. You're forcing a group of people to be something that they're not. So that then we'll turn around and call that a poverty mindset. Some people are like, I don't do that. I don't want to, I'm not a person to sit in the class. I like to cut trees down. So I like to you, farm. So you saying poverty, I'm asking, I'm not trying to start nothing yet. So, <laughs> so are you saying if A, B, and C is the standard, then P being poverty is the um is by design. Okay. Yes. 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 And I'm I'm, I'm gonna back it with this, Ronnie, because you know. Well, no, all of y'all know it's because we're from the same area. When the meals, the cotton meals was booming in this area, we didn't have no problems, did we? Not like, did we? No. When Continental Tire was booming in Charlotte, the meals was booming in Charlotte. People could go to a job, get a living wage. And you have kids was dropping out of school in ninth grade going to work at the mill and putting their kids through college that wanted to go to school with a ninth grade education because that person could go to a job, get a living wage, and provide for their whole family. That eliminate we didn't have no crime around here like that. Because people could provide without the stress. You know what I'm saying? I, I think for me, and I think what I'm hearing Nick, uh, uh, Warren say is the poverty mindset. What 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 gets me um, 
from a psychological perspective um, is I think we tend trying to we try to put things in one category. Mm -hmm. And I think that there are things that are that are stackable in this process. In other words, if I don't if I don't aspire to the ABCs and the one, two, threes of the educational system, the society says that I don't really fit in correct into the upper echelon of being able to be considered valuable. So automatically, because I don't want to go to college, I am society says, well, automatically you're going to be below the poverty line because we're not going to allow you to have employment because you haven't shown yourself worthy of not only a high school education, but a secondary education of college and then or pushing yourself up to, you know, master's and doctorate levels and, and that level. So it's, it's, it's a layered process of not only economics, but it's a layer of, of education. It's a layer of social status. So I'm, I'm in, and there are other layers, but I'm saying uh -huh. if you don't meet one layer, society has already devalued you like, well, you don't really matter. And so you automatically, according to society, fall below the poverty line. Because study has said an, an individual with a high school education, quote unquote, used to be, you make a certain amount of money. And then uh, with a college education, you make a certain amount of money. Now, how then do we determine when we have kids who can go on YouTube and TikTok and make a couple of dollars, sometimes in some cases make more money than their parents? But listen, but let me tell you what I think happened. Hey, Greg, put yours on mute while you do that. What I, what, uh, what I think happened here is that, you know, I can speak for myself. My mom, when I came up, my mom, she pushed finish through high school. Matter of fact, she told all of us, if you don't finish high school, you're going to get up out of here. Well, guess what we done? We all finished high school, right? But she said, didn't say much about college. Why? Because she didn't know. She, my mama didn't go to college herself, so she didn't know a lot about going to college, so she just said finish high school. But we finished high school. And my point is, is that now we, because of what we know, we're pushing our kids to go further. Why? Because we know that there's more. You see what I'm saying? We're right. saying, go get this. You can do this. And we reaffirming them. This is who you are. You good at this. Go do that. See, we didn't have that. So we are the seed, actually, to this generation. So they can't ignore the fact that we are the springboard. You know, but, but Warren, but Warren, are we in a society that allow that that still holds to that to that to that saying that okay, go get more education than we have, or has the society changed with technology now? Oh yeah, it, it definitely changed, but at the same time, I think we are in a position now where we can encourage our children, we can help them maneuver around based based basically because of what we had to face because what we've seen. And, 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 and hopefully my sons, my daughters can take what we poured into them, add to it and pour into their children. That's the way it should be. There was a disconnect. So there is a poverty mentality. Okay. There's been a disconnect. There's been a disconnect. 
uh, I, I see your point. Okay, okay now let's, talk, let's talk about generational wealth. Let's talk about that. Because usually we talk about gener generational wealth, we talk about, you know, uh, a physical, uh, a monetary, uh, uh -huh. right? But generational wealth can also be the thinking that you pass on to your children. See, you, 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 you pass it on to them, you can do it. You pass it on to them the principles of God. That's generational wealth that you're passing on to them because if you are smart up here or if you're rich up here and you see it up here, you got to see it up here first before you can see it out here. You understand what I'm saying? You got to yeah, right. have a vision. <laughs> and so we help them cast the vision where our parents may not have been able to do it for us. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, we, we're doing all right. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying we're we helping them to cast the vision because we say this is who you are. Uh, I seen you. You good at this? Go do it. Go get. But it. here's but here's the thing. You're you you you're you're right on all points. But here's the thing, right? You say your your mother didn't teach you about college, right? Right. But it was one thing that you had access to that you was able to push your kids to the next level was, and that was that great job you got at Continental Tire. You see what I'm saying? Well, yeah, uh, great. That's what you look at. I mean, I'm talking financially. Okay. <laughs> right. We're talking financially. Because think about it. People were trying to get to Continental. Well, I know. Yeah. So because you know they knew. But again, the I don't even want to get into the, the, the work aspect because I don't know what the work aspect. But you worked yeah. when you was there. But you, quote unquote, on the outside, you were seemingly compensated for the work you put in. Yeah. Right. The from, 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 yeah. From, from the. So. From where your mother came from to get that high school education, right? Your mother didn't make the money you made, right? right? right. So once you started making that money, that access to that that money and and money, we we can say it don't, but it does. It also gives you access to information. That's true. It gives you access. You see different things. You able to do like I told this guy, the guy I told you of the black duck. I know people right here in this area right now that's never left this area. So if you never left this area, you, you've never seen the possibilities of doing anything different, right? Mm -hmm. So you're right, but once you started making that money, you started getting access to different things, more things, you, you started being able to transfer those things to your children. Right. Right. And then now your children are like, oh, they, they, they can't even, our children can't even hardly re relate to our grandparents or our parents. Mm -mm. They can't relate because we put them in such a, a place where they're like, what? Because I told you before, I always tell, I told my kids, I tell my niece and nephew, I said, every time you touch your great grandmama, you touch a Jim Crow. See, my, my, grandma, my grandmama's still living. She's almost 100 years old. You touch a Jim Crow. This woman lived through Jim Crow her whole life. Right. You're touching a woman that couldn't do certain things in this world. So I always try to connect that to the kids and the young people in my family. When you touch certain people, you're touching your time. So that time, go ahead. Well, can I say this then? Because you you didn't have a good point there. Because part of our, when I, you know, I just said generational wealth, and let me use that, and you know what I mean when I say it. Right. Uh, part of our generational wealth is being able to know our history. Right, but that's that's you know where the disconnect gonna happen. That's where the disconnect can happen, and they know it, Nick. They know. Yeah. It. That's why you see America. America, America. I'm using America has been pushing a disconnect between the old and the young. Oh, they old, they don't know what they talking about. Especially now, I can be special, like, let's just use hip hop. Right? Right. You got and these young rappers. Come out. 
Yeah, and he got these young rappers, man, these old N-words don't know nothing. What? Yeah, you gonna tell somebody that created something they don't know nothing about what they <laughs> created? It's the most dysfunctional thing. But when you give a young kid, I, I, and I said this, here we go again. When you give a young kid, when a record label gives a young kid straight out the gate $500,000 who ain't never had nothing, he ain't finna listen to nobody. Is that, but Nick, but that same individual, now let me ask you this and give me your opinion on this. If I signed an NFL contract, which I wouldn't, I couldn't. Matter of fact, but if I, if I could, if I signed a contract today and became a millionaire, say I signed a $5 million a year contract, and I take that money and nobody has ever really taught me, you know, the importance of money, how to invest Excuse it, me. you know, how to spend it, how not to spend it. And I go out there and I just live it up and buy all kinds of stuff. Do I have a poverty mindset or do I have a uh, a a uh, prosperous mindset? Ooh, ooh, you try to trap me? Because we we got ball <laughs> we got ball players right you now. You try to trap me, Ronnie? He did. But, then, but we 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 have a ball players right <laughs> right now who made that money when they were playing, and now they're not playing anymore. And they okay. I, I had to. I'm okay. I had to. I had to think on that one. Should we call? Can we call that a poverty? Right. I think. Poverty they, mindset. I, I think. I think I would call it an immature. Or uneducated. A, a, or, yeah. A financially or economically um, immature mindset, yeah. which could lead to a poverty lifestyle. But see, when I think when I hear the word poverty, I think, and and, and this is me, and 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 I may need help on this. Um. So when I think of poverty is I am I am in a position that and it could be several several positions so it's not just just one I could be in a position where one I have not yet obtained um, what we call the educational standards to secure a particular job within a field that would allow me to have substantial income and to be able to take care of my family and me or my family. Then I think that there's this position where um, you put, you put a cluster of people together and they all have the same mentality. They all have the same, well, not all, uh, some of them have a large percentage of them. Let me say it that way. A large percent of them have a, the same mentality um, the same educational level, the same the same um, values, and so then you create this level of poverty that's difficult to escape from. So then, when you have the one or two that make it to the NFL, society says, "Well, see, he made it or she made it," and it's like, "Yeah, but you 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 got." living in low low substandard housing you got everybody over here doesn't probably even if they had a high school education the the the, the mentality of going to get a higher education is is limited in other words cuz i got these kids so i can't go to school even if i desire to go to school i don't have I mean, think about it. Think about the conversation we've had with people throughout our lives who lived in certain areas, communities. They want to be better, but they don't have anybody to help them or they don't realize the work that it really takes to get to this next level. 
we all have seen people who stay there and people who have come out of that. But, so that's Go a ahead. good point, right? Well, the point so is let me use not... let me use us. Let's use us. I'm gonna start with me, me and my older brother, right? According to America value system, we come out of poverty, right? We straight out of poverty, right? Right? We talking poking beans and hot dogs for them. <laughs> so I'm saying, that's a good so, meal, bro. But hey, boy, still a good don't, meal. Don't mess around and get some biscuits. Get some biscuits <laughs> made, but that's a whole other. That's, that's a little that. weenie, bro. <laughs> right. So, okay. Got a can in the got a can in the pantry right now. Right. So, me and my brother, I have, and we use you use sports. I'm using us. I never had. I never consider myself with a part. I never had a poverty mindset, but I have lost everything almost twice. Not because of poverty mindset because of my insufficient education or financial responsibilities, meaning I didn't know how to, once I got hold of money, that I didn't know how to life. make that money make money. Right. Right. See, in this world, you can get hold to a couple million dollars, but if you know how to make that couple million dollars, make some more million dollars, that's not a poverty mindset. You just don't have the accurate education. access, education to prosper. So that's why I think we confuse the term poverty mindset with inaccurate education. Right. I mean, Which yeah, is by design, though. Yeah, those, exactly. Those, those who are, look at this. I just look it up because. I know, I knew he was going. I, I, go I don't know what, what made me talk, talk about the poverty mindset, but uh, it actually has been a lot of writing on it. But this is what. It's a whole lot of stuff. This is what the yeah. article said. A poverty mindset keeps you trapped and uncertain uh, with no way to rise. An abundance mindset allows you to open to to be open to opportunities and to work. Okay, question on that. How can I have an abundant mindset if I've never been introduced to abundance? There you go. You're right. See, these things they put these def these, these are triggers for especially for our community. I have not had access. You know how me and my brother, my brother is a retired Well Fargo vice president. Come on now, think about where he goes from double oats. To that, right? You know about double O's one. That's like West Shop, right? Mm -hmm. It took time. It took us to get mentored. Somebody mentored him, and then he mentored me. So when somebody give poverty mindset shouldn't even be in the dictionary, because that's a lie. It's not well, a mindset. It's a state of being. Well, Read it again, Warren. Would, would it be a lie for everybody? Yes, Read it again, Warren. Read it again. Because if you you get any let me you get if you give any anybody, right, anybody in their community some money, but then you educate them and show them how to do it, show them how to move up, then okay. they will move up. Let me give you a biblical example, right? Now a crackhead ain't part of the mindset, a crackhead is a crackhead. Now, don't okay. try to do yeah, that. But, but, don't but, try but to listen, do that. but listen though, let, let, let me <laughs> let me let me give you a biblical example, right? Okay. The Lord delivered the children of Israel out of, out of Egypt, right? Told them, I'm taking you to the promised land. Moses told them, taking the promised land for them with milk and honey, right? Now, they had a couple of uh, little uh, things that happened along the way. They get to the promise, get right to the outside of the promised land, send some spies in there. Spies come back, bring a negative report. Now, let's look at the mind. What's happening here? The Bible said that they start complaining in their tents 
He brought us out here to die, blah, blah, blah. So it was what they didn't want to believe. They didn't want to believe the possibility because of the, the uh, uh, giants, or let's say the obstacles that's in the way. So when, when, when we have a dream, for instance, right? We want to aspire to be something, right? But you're afraid of the giant. You're afraid of the obstacles that you're going to have to deal with to be able to get there. So we're going to call someone that might just be afraid and comfortable, a poverty mindset? Well, um, it's definitely a slave mindset because they wanted to keep going back to slavery. Did it not? They asked to go back to Egypt. So how many of us go back to what's comfortable? Read your okay, definition okay. again, Warren. Read the definition again. Read it again. Uh, read. <laughs> and when I say stop, stop. Okay, it's a, a poverty mindset keeps you trapped. Stop. And uncertain. Stop, stop, stop. A poverty mindset keeps you trapped. Why then would you use the word trap? Because I I'm, I'm, oh, so, 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 so we're going to exegete this. We're going to exegete it. Let's say, so why would I, in, why would I, if it's not an issue, use the word trap? Wow. Well, trap trap you mean, mean that you caught and can't get out. But somebody had to put the trap there. But somebody had to put the somebody trap there. Somebody had to put the trap there. Okay, so if I, put the, if I put these level of communities together, I have no intention of you getting out of them. Mm. We're on your neck this morning, Ron. Warren. Get on your Get neck. Get on morning. my neck, man. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so if I put the if I put these, I put this level of education or lack thereof, I put this level of housing or lack thereof, I put this level of of, of economic understanding or lack thereof. I don't intend for you to understand or or get the the knowledge to pull yourself up. I, in other words, we say pull yourself up by your bootstraps, dude. I don't even have no socks. I don't even I'm struggling trying to walk on my feet. And you talking about pull myself up by my bootstraps. I don't have any sock. I don't have any bootstrap. And the reality, if it's a trap, I don't even have anywhere to go. Can't get out. Okay, so, so let's go back to when the slaves were set free, supposedly. Set Which free, slaves you talking about? Well, I'm talking about- uh, Some our people or the Israelites? Yeah, our people. Okay. You set free, right? But set free to nothing. Yeah, you're free, but you got nothing to fall back on. But then when some of our people, uh, like the Phoenix, arose from the ashes and did aspire to get something, right? There was, there was systems put in place to hinder that. The or, or if not system to put in place, they were attacked, killed, communities burnt, flooded. You know what I'm saying? So you're right. It's been put in place. And listen, I am, I am, I don't care who hear this. I want Trump to hear. Oh. Anybody, <laughs> anybody who sets a situation in uh, action to hinder your neighbor, to hinder somebody else. Just speak so you can be rich. Just to, just so you can have power. You might as well lift the lid off of hell because that's where you're going, bro. Because you cannot. Listen, man, if we loved each other, but I know that's impossible. 
uh, you know, outside of Christ. If we really loved each other, man, don't you know that we can at least eradicate? Because if the wealth was being passed around like it should, don't you know that we could eradicate some of this? We that's have, what, we have the have and the have nots, man. Right, but this is what we call. This is what Ronnie talking about the trap. See what most people don't understand is the trap is the system. See, most white people don't understand the system of racism and white supremacy. They just think you're talking about them, white, just them that as a person when you say racism. The system, this system, this system almost on autopilot. It is. It is. Right? It is. It's almost on autopilot. And it's going to self-destruct like all systems do. We haven't found one in history yet that doesn't. It's going to self-destruct. But this system is on autopilot. So what you just read came out the system. Poverty, mindset. And like Ronnie Carter, read it, it trapped. I mean, come on. You can't even put them two words together. But, but let me say this. That, that what he read didn't really didn't give a definition on the mindset. It just, it just told you the results of it. Thank you. It didn't oh, give a definition they on your neck. They on your neck, Warren. Right. Thank so, you, Greg. No, so, Warren. Okay, so wait a minute. So, I'm messing with you. Wait a minute. So let's talk about what contributes to the mindset. Well, I mean, we all know our environment controls our thinking. We, I mean, you know, I'm coming, I'm, I'm coming back off because I, I got disconnected, and I don't know if you, you guys spoke about this, but we, we all know our environment controls our thinking, right? And so that's that was, and you got, you guys already said it. The situation that we're in, whatever that 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 controls your mindset, and if if that's all you know, that's all you know. Now, and when someone introduces you to something else. If you if you can't wrap your mind around something else, you're still in that same mindset. So right. that 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 hinders us from advancing because all we know is what we know. Even even when you Nick, even when you introduce me to the education, and I go through trying to learn what you're saying, if I can't if I don't believe in what you're saying, there's no way I'm still in the same mindset of. This is it's gonna be what it is. It's, it's gonna be what it always was. Well, that's like, yeah, you're right, Greg. That's like take, taking a kid saying, look, look, you can do this, 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 and then take it back home to the hood. Uh, I can't listen, bro. Okay, so between yeah. between 4 p.m. and 7 a.m. in school, I still got to survive. Thank you. Right? For so from 7 a.m. to 4, I'm in a safe place. I'm in school, I'm at practice. But then between folk, I'm back. Like, how am I supposed some kid like that's a hard thing to ask of someone and if they constantly got to battle that environment. So your environment, like you said, Greg, your environment makes that mindset, if you want to use it that term to that term. Let, 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 me, let me add on to what Greg just said. Um, y'all know that uh, we did we vision where we where we want to go or the future based off of what we've been through. Because all we know is what we've been through. All we know is the past. The past is the reality, right? The past, <laughs> the past is to, the past is today, right? The, the women, the past in the present is reality. That's what we right. experience. Yeah. What is not reality yet is the future. So a lot of times people would get afraid of the future because of what they have experienced in the past. Let me give you an example. If a big dog has chased me before, right? I happen to get out of the way, nibbling at my feet. I got out the way. Okay, I'm good. But the next time I see a big dog, what's gonna come to my mind? That dog gonna chase me. He may not even chase me. 
But <laughs> my thing ain't gonna be, oh, let me get out the way, the dog gonna chase me. That's why you get some people when they, they come here, they afraid of uh, a Bentley, right? Because Bentley got a big bark, but no, no bite. But they're afraid of Bentley because somewhere along the line, they, they've either seen somebody get bit or they know somebody getting, has gotten bit before. So that's how we process information based on what we've seen in the past. So going off of that, Warren, if I create a situation that looks like poverty, that looks like that mentality that you're talking about, even before you get into it, even before you get into this space of not having or lack of, you're already afraid of the situation. So you then don't try. So as Greg was talking, one of the things that struck me was if 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 we had a group of guys and they said, OK, and, and they hired us and they said, OK, we going we need we need to hire you guys to dig a ditch. And one of the persons started digging with their hands. And then another guy comes along and says, hey, man, you can start digging with a shovel. This is how you dig. Nah, man, I, I learned how to dig with my hands because I can do it better. The guy digs with the shovel. Guy shows up with a hoe. Say, hey, man, you can dig with a hoe. One shows up with a pickaxe. So you got all these people digging, but then the results, and then you get this last guy who says, hey, man, I got a back hole that you can dig a, dig a hole it depends on, hold on, hold on, it depends on what is needed at the moment. And that's the part that we don't understand is we don't understand. We don't take the time to figure out what's needed at the moment, because there are times where I do need to dig around in my hands. But there are times where I need to go up to the up to the greatest level and learn how to work this back hole so that I can dig a bigger <laughs> hole. But when you got people who don't understand, they still digging with their hands. When if they just take a few moments and learn how to deal with the build, uh, dig a hole with the backhoe, they can get the greater things done. Because think about it. People who dig around with their hands are gardeners. Right. People who dig around with a backhoe build buildings. Right. right. Completely two different e economic incomes. Right. And okay, that's 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 a good analogy. So is it then that the people that dig with their hand? None of them are bad. No, but do they now? They now in order to now because because we skip a part again. In order to use that backhoe, I got to learn how to exactly. use that backhoe. I got to be so educated. So a gardener might not want to learn. They but it doesn't not. mean that they bad. That's what I'm saying, right? So he that because I don't want to learn how to use a backhoe, like you say, right? Don't make me bad. Just but at the same time. I don't have the world. I don't have the, the ability. I can't hire somebody to run the back. I ain't got no money. But well, well, let, 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 let me use this analogy. Let's let's take us four, right? And and let's say all four of us, uh, not not really, um, educated in finance. Someone gives each one of us ten thousand dollars, right? You come up with the idea, Nick, and say, "Hey, man, if we put five thousand in whatever we can we can make this multiply right hmm. my my mindset is i ain't had nothing so you I, I got 10 you telling me if i give you five that's half of what i got right i give you that five you can make more my mindset is no i need to keep my 10 and i'm gonna spend my 10 on what i what i need and what i didn't have i ain't never had nothing nick so i'm gonna get ten thousand dollars or whatever i ain't never had that 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 caused that that's the mindset that we have because we we don't we don't have it. Once we get it, we we want to 
so to speak, make up for what we didn't have. So if I spend, I spend my 10,000 on whatever I didn't have, and you guys take your five and multiply it, now I'm still stuck in the position I was before I got the 10. Yeah, yeah. Sounds biblical, don't it, Warren? Yeah, yeah. That, that, well, that, you know, what, what I was that, thinking. That, that would be the mindset. I'm saying, I, I get, I'm trying to think of a, a way to, for the poverty mind. That would be the poverty mindset that I can't see beyond, like, like kind of like you said, Warren, the, the future is not is not a reality to me right now. But what, well, what is reality? I got this 10000 in my hand, so I'm going to spend it like I want to spend it. Well, we, 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 so is that a poverty mindset or a need? Well, no, it's trapped. Like Ron just said. Ah, okay, you, there we you, go. You, you, you trapped in that mindset. Okay, so so we can be trapped in a mindset. And that is culturally... Environmental. It, it, you know, that is something that happened within culture and people know it. And so they will put you in a situation that'll keep you there. they keep you trapped. They keep you, and now the green guy, our kids, but you know, we have to try to keep from busting out too much. They busting out of the box, you know, our kids are, and they doing stuff that we never, we, we never were, were able to do. Simply because our reference, man, wasn't like theirs. Our reference was, like Greg say, scared, nervous, you know, afraid to take a chance. You know what I'm saying? And see, I've me, you know, me and my, me, you know, back to me and my brother, we always had these conversations where, I've always been a risk taker, right? My motto is I ain't never had none, so I ain't really got nothing to lose. I'm gonna put it up. Whatever I, if I want such, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take that shot. Now, as I've gotten older and, and I have acquired more things, I'm a, I don't do it as much, like, I'm not as, I'm gonna say, I'm not as dangerous as I was when I was young, because when I was younger, I bet the house, because I always figured I can get the house back. <laughs> That's how I thought, I, like, I bet the house. I, I wanna do this, I'm gonna do it. So I've always been a little different than most people around me, right? But I have known people, and I've, I've y'all know me, I've always been the one to come back, say, hey, let's do A, B, C, D, let's, hey, hey, let's, hey, look. I found a rabbit up on the Miss, 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 Miss Mason porch. Let's go get that rabbit, skin it, cook it, and we'll split it. But then I had to realize a lot of people, <laughs> Did, you know, they just didn't want to do that. they rather just, look, I ain't going to get that rabbit, leave that rabbit alone. Miss so-and-so got a gun, she might shoot us. I guess she might shoot us. But think about what happened if we get the rabbit. I'm just using that as an analogy. Right. right. Well, we you, can cook you, it and share it with Miss May. Right, now we got it. Yeah, we got everybody, everybody's got something. But most people's like, no, let's just, I, I, they didn't, they didn't have the, how should they, I say, they didn't have the. They fell into the trap. They fell into the oh, trap, man. and they was like, what? "If but I come, you, well, you can be used as like a Joseph Vincent, right? Yeah. You have gone, you have, you have set the way, you have prepared the way, and now you can educate other people, you know, how to take risks." Right, and, and that is where we need to take a break because that's what I want to come back after the break and talk about. How then do we talk to people? Um, about taking the risk. So let's take a break real quick, fellas. And we are back to the Front Porch Podcast and we are talking about can we um, can, can we can we call a truce? But we we pulled out a lot of stuff in, in finding a truce uh, in this process and we're talking about poverty. So you, you talked about uh, Warren um, T. 
teaching the next person or teaching the next generation. Um, let's talk about that. What does that look like? Because the reality of it is, is um, even in the mentality or the space that we're in with our uh, next generation, um, sometimes they don't want to listen to 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 what you have to say because um, you don't have materialistically or economically um, the showing of the sparkly stuff, but you may have the, the, the maturity, but you don't have the shiny sparkly stuff. Okay. Ooh, Let me ask you this. Okay. Now I'm just, this is just a footnote here. Let me put this in. What is more prosperous? A man that got millions like Steve Jobs had, or a man, a man who know how to get in touch with God to get healed if you get sick. What's more prosperous? The man of God. Because if you're dead, you're dead. Ain't none of that. Ain't yeah, none of that's one thing Steve Jobs said. <laughs> exactly. Jobs that's exactly before, what's in his book. Before he, he died, he said he got all this money. He could buy people to, he can get people to do various things, but he can't get nobody to heal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 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 you know, we, we've actually, this, this thing is broad. It's broad. Because there is a certain mindset to go with poverty. It is. You know, and we had to ask ourselves how we get out of it. You know, if we, if, but yeah, you got to be honest with yourself and say, okay, do I actually do I have a poverty mindset? Do I feel trapped? Am I afraid to take a chance? You know what I'm saying? So let me ask this, Warren. Is there just one way to get out? No. Okay, so see, 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 that's the thing. I think we get caught up in thinking there's only one way to get out of this issue and not realizing that there's multiple, but does society respect the value of the other mindset? Because the, the society says, go get an education. Right. That's it. Right. And, and Nick has clearly stated, everybody ain't going to school. Right. Right. So if well, I don't go to school, didn't I'm less the, of. Didn't the guy that stopped Facebook drop out? All of them did. All of them dropped out. All of them dropped out. All of them. Name one. All, from Steve Jobs on down. Microsoft, everybody. None of them got a college degree. Wow. But they have access. See, that's the difference. Right. See, that, but, that, that's, that's the difference. What? But, but they, I mean, I'm, let me say, let me, the, 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 the degree part was part of the trap. Well, you know, that, that, that's part of the trap. That's now, for us. Yeah, because if you don't if you don't have a degree, I can't give you that job. That, and if and, and but, if you got a degree, you got seven thousand dollars worth of debt, so you come out the hole right. negative. But 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 check this out. You how how many folks? How many folks really come out of college and work where they got a degree in, but they got the job because they got a degree? Yeah, you follow what I'm saying? So it really it really the, the degree don't determine whether you know how to do the job or not. Mm -hmm. That's just parameters that they set to keep you in. Uh, what they call qualifying you, whether you qualified or not. The point was, we was not going to college. So if we weren't going, that's the way to keep us out. Because we was good with our hands. We was creative. Right. So you can take, you can take a guy that, a, a college education, it, it really helps you mature, right? Those processes you, you go through and mature. But does it really advance you anymore other than I mean, outside of the system saying that advance you. Does it, does it really advance you any more than it advance any guy out here that's work, working for the 
them four years you was in school? No. I'm out here working four years? In your field, it could, if you're in your field, yes. Yes, uh, you if you're in your field, I, yes. I, I had a teacher tell me this. They say, what a college degree does is tell the employer yes. that you know how to reason, you know how to maneuver. You and you complete a task. Because they're going to train you in what they want to train you. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah. So, yeah, what you learn in school may not be what you're doing on a job. What you're doing on a job is just show that you know how to maneuver. You know how to think. You know how to handle pressure. You know so if I've worked four years in, in a particular job and a person who has a college degree who has not worked in the field, we know that society is going to give the job to the person who has a degree over to the person who's had four years working in the job, even though I have experience. Right. But the person with the degree gets the job. Right. And what's, going, what's going to happen, Ron, is you go, you, you, you go train that guy from who came out of college how to do the job. Exactly. 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 What's going exactly. To happen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you, and be honest right. with you, and be honest, and he and he ain't gonna never catch up because you got four years of experience ahead of him. Right. But 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 as far as like like Nick said on, on the money wise, yeah, he may end up being your boss, but he'll never know what you know. 